Welcome to Calvary International Christian Center. This is a word to inspire, encourage, and motivate you to live a life to the fullest. God bless you as you listen. All right. Let's go to work. Isaiah 33, verse 5 and 6. Isaiah 33. How many are ready? We are going to be doing some working today. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Why are you so... Come alive, come alive. Amen. Otherwise, the word of God will go past your head. It will go past you asleep. So stay awake, stay alive, because you need to learn something today. Amen. Tell, tell your neighbor, I need to learn something today. How many believe that you need to learn something? You need to learn something that will help. Something that will us. We need to learn something that will help us. Isaiah 33, verse 5 and 6. The Lord is exalted, for he dwells on high. He has filled Zion with justice and righteousness. Zion is the house of God. Amen. I said Zion is the house of God. And the Lord is exalted for he dwells on high. He has filled Zion with justice and righteousness. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of our and the strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Let's read verse 6 together. Our, verse 6 is really what I'm looking for. Let's all read it. Ready? Go. Um, and knowledge will be the stability of our times and the strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. The Bible says what? With stability shall be, wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of our times. Which means, or in other words, what the Bible is saying is that through the changes of life, through uh, the difficulties in life, through the, the, the instability that we go through, what will stabilize us is wisdom and knowledge. Amen. So in our times of in our times of, of depression, in our times of not knowing what is going to happen tomorrow, you know, people are demonstrating America because they don't know what to expect with the new uh, uh, president-elect. They, they will have an America which is United States or they will have a divided state. They don't know whether to be happy or to be sad. So everybody is, some people are demonstrating out of fear. Amen. The Bible says that wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of our time. Amen. And we will find the wisdom and knowledge in Zion. So when we come to the house of God, it's good for us to jump. It's good for us to pray. It's good for us to praise. It's good for us to do everything. But above all, get wisdom and knowledge and understanding before you leave the house of God. Right. Are you with me? That is why it's good to get a, a message that will hoop, that will holler, that will make us excited, but even in our excitement, let us make sure knowledge and in all our getting, get understanding because we are transformed by the change of our mind. Amen. And be not conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind, your thinking. Am I talking to somebody? So if your mind changes, your perspective changes, your life will also follow suit. 
Amen. If your mindset can change, life can change. But if your mindset doesn't change, your life will not change. Amen. So when we come to church, we must allow our minds to be changed. Somebody say mind. Allow you to change. Oh, talk to your mind. Say mind. I allow you to change. Get some word in you and change. Because if without, you know, some people are like, as for me, this is how I am. I don't change. I change not. How many know people like that? So if you are going to the left and you say, me, this is how I am. I don't change. You are going straight into the ditch and you will keep saying, I won't change. I won't change until you land flat in your, on your face. I don't change. You have to change. How many have made mistakes, catastrophic mistakes before in life? If you have made a mistake before, then the probability of making another mistake is great. We must allow our minds to change because wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of our time. Hallelujah. Let's look at Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26. I'm going to be in a lot of uh, a lot in Ecclesiastes because we are talking about wisdom and knowledge. Amen. If you are looking for a title, I gave the title last week, but I'm going to give it again. Building financial stability in unstable times. Building stabilities in unstable times. We all agree that these are uncharted waters and uncharted territories. It's amazing how the Lord gave me, I mean, I was talking, we've been talking about building all year. And I knew somehow, beginning of the year, that the last topic I'm going to talk about on building is finances. So I knew from, from January that we'll be talking about finances. We bring the whole series of building to a close. And it so happens that at the time we started talking about finances, Obama is no more there. Uh, are you with me? The world, you see, what you don't realize is if, 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 when it's in America, it sounds very far away. How many know that? America sounds way, and what they do don't necessarily uh, affect us, so we think. But do you know that George Bush decided that he was going to bomb Iraq, and that sent the whole world economic depression. Every country in the world. In fact, there are most countries that haven't even survived. You know, it's always a ripple effect. It's amazing that when uh, uh, America and uh, Europe were in recession, Africa was not in recession. This is now the time, for the last two years, three years, it's now the time that Africa is in Because we are always lagging behind in market, marketing, in economics. Are, are you with me? So... It will take another two, three years for Africa to come out of economic recession. So we think America and in Europe affects the whole world indirectly. Whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not, whether you think about it or not, it affects. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always take interest in, in what is going on in the world because it has something to do with you whether you believe it or not. So when a fool is appointed in America, you must always pray. Pray hard. Because somebody bombed you. 
instead of going to bomb that person, they decided to go and bomb somebody else. What do you call those people? Al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden were the ones that bombed 9-11. Instead of going for Al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden, he decided to go for Iraq. Go for, uh, what's the guy's name? Saddam Hussein, who was minding his own business, and that sent the whole world into economic chaos. Amen. I'm not talking politics. Don't look at me. All I'm saying is that what happens somewhere affects stability. And when we move into instability, it affects economics. Amen. And when it affects economics, it affects our money. Amen. The, the economics of, of the country is different from your personal economics. But your personal economics is linked to the economy of the country, of the continent. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? Those of you who don't like news, you always want to watch African Channel and uh, <laughs> Movie Magic and Hollywood uh, uh, and uh, MTV. You must begin to also take interest in what is going on in the economy because it affects you directly. Amen. Amen. So Ecclesiastes chapter 2, 26. For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight. But to the, he gives the work of gathering and collecting that he may give to him who is good before God. This is also vanity and grasping of the wind. Hallelujah. The God gives work to the sinner. Amen. Of gathering only to give to the one who is good in the eyes. I thank God that the Bible didn't say who is good in the eyes of the church or the one who is good in the eyes of man, but the one who is good in the eyes of God. And last week I was explaining to you, I don't know whether you understood it, I was explaining to you that early the church, that, that is good in the eyes of God. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Let God, have you heard that song before? And then we start, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. So God's enemies, who told you your enemies are God's enemies? The fact that you call yourself a Christian doesn't mean that God is just on your side. God is a God of principles. If we obey the principles, he comes on the side of the principle. Most Christians don't give. Most Christians don't give. Most unbelievers give more than Christians. And so when given the, 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 the uh, what do you call it, the task of gathering to give to those who are good in my sight, it is not saying I'm, I'm the wealth of the wicked. You know, Christians say the wealth of the wicked is laid out for us. So the unbeliever is mine. Who told you? Have you watched, uh, what do you call it? Children in need. Um, what, what else? Food aid and uh, all those things. See the millions that they give. Hello? Do you see the millions that unbelievers give? For cancer research and all, last week, people were running in the cold to raise money for the old age. When we come to church, let us give two pounds, one pound, three pounds, church people. Then we start to criticize. 
like money. We've been giving and giving and giving. We are tired. There are some people who have direct debits that goes out of every month. Macmillan, uh, old age, uh, what is it called? Children in need, RSPCA, RSPC comes out of their end. It's like they do it gladly and they don't even feel it. Not because they have. And God says that if you give to the poor, you have given to me. Are you with me? Anybody who, anybody, he didn't say, he did not say that if a Christian gives to the poor. He said anybody who gives to the poor. So you, you, you may be surprised that you come to church, you pray in tongues and everything, and God doesn't, you are not on his side. He's not on your side. Give yourself. I give myself away. So you can use, but my pocket is for me. Take my life, not my pocket. Take my hand, not my wallet. Lord, I'll give them in your hand. All I long to see your desire fulfilled in me. I give myself, but not my pocket. I give myself away. So you don't come anywhere near my money. Use me. But the unbeliever has not given himself away. By his away. Incidentally, what he's saying, give yourself away, is give your pocket. Because where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Because he wants to see where your pocket is, to see where your heart is. So if your pocket, uh, what do you call, debenums, and your hands and your legs are in church. Incidentally, your heart is in Debenhams. You are preaching, Pastor. You know, I, I, I was caught in between preaching the way I felt like preaching on Sunday and not because there were a lot of visitors. And I believe this message is for this house. So I gave like a, an over message. So I'm re preaching the whole message. In the home of CICC. Am I talking to somebody? So I'm re-preaching the whole message. So you didn't hear last week. I'm now preaching the way I want to preach. Don't say you are God's child. Don't say you are God's child. He says, I give the work of gathering and collecting to who is wicked that he may give to him who is good. Before God. So you are not the one who decides who is good before God. That is why the Bible says that in the, in the, uh, the judgment day, we, you say to some people that depart from me, I know you not. And you say, ah, but we cast out demons in your name. We did this, you did all that, but I didn't know you. That was not where I am. And then you say to some people, when I was in prison, you visited me. When I was poor, you fed me. When I was hungry, you, you gave me. When I was cold, you gave me clothes to wear. When did we see you and come to you? When did we see you, you know, in need? And, and he said, if you did it for the poor people, you did it for me. Hallelujah. You did it for me. So it's good to sing and worship. But true worship is in sacrifice. If you want to see who is a real worshiper, look at Solomon. 
The Bible says that he worshiped so much. Preacher could not preach. The priest could not even pray. Why? Because he gave money. Cows. He gave different animals. And he filled the altar. So much sacrifice. So much incense. So much, you know, like he, he splashed out to God. So much that God came to him. That, what do you want? What do you want from me? I'll give you anything. He said, all I need from you is wisdom. And he, God said that because you have not asked for the life of your enemies, you have not asked for anything, food, clothes, and shelter for yourself, ask for wisdom. I'm going to add to wisdom, wealth, riches, and honor. Three things. Wealth, riches, and honor I'm going to add to you apart from money that I'm going to give you. I gave you wisdom, gave you wealth, I gave you riches, and then I'll give you honor because you have really shown me your heart. Amen. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, let's read again. Ecclesiastes 10. Somebody say, Pastor, why are you talking about money? Money is uh, uh, demonic. Uh, let's talk about spiritual things. Um, Ecclesiastes 10, 19. A feast is for laughter and wine makes merry, but uh, money answers all things. <laughs> money answers what? All things. How many know that 70 to 80% of all your prayer topics can be answered by money? Am I talking to somebody? Your prayer list will be reduced by 70 to 80% if you have money. Ecclesiastes 7.12. Wisdom is a defense, as money is a defense, but excellence of knowledge that wisdom gives what? Lives to those who have it. Money is a defense. When you have money, you are defended. Whether you like it or not, you are defended. Amen. The things that we are calling Miracles and we are calling God breakthrough and everything. It's lack of money. <laughs> of our testimony here in church, or even more than half, it's money related. You know, uh, uh, Pastor, uh, the Lord has answered my prayer. I got a job. Money. Oh, Pastor, I got, God has answered my prayer. I've been blessed. I got a new house. God has given me a new house. Oh, pastor, I've got a new husband. Money? You can get a husband. I don't care how you look. Oh, no. I read, I, I read uh, oh, uh, 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 a story. I don't know how far the story is true, but I read one of the wealthiest women in a certain country. I won't, I won't mention the name. And the lady had one only daughter. And the daughter was ugly. She was very ugly. And the woman said, you read, you read the same thing? It's a true story. I don't know. I read it somewhere. I, I, I will give half of my wealth to any man who will marry my daughter. Oh! Marry, I will marry her. I will marry her. I, will marry, I mean, for money. So you see the wedding pictures. Oh my God. The guy is smiling right here. <laughs> money. Money. 
money was talking. A man, I will marry her. If money is involved, half of the woman's wealth comes to me. Agree to marry this one. No problem. No problem. No, no, no problem. I will marry if it is for money. So you realize that it's a defense. Amen. But you see, the Bible also says about wisdom is a defense. And the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom, even though money is a defense, excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those who have it. In other words, money can kill you quickly if you are not wise. Incidentally, almost statistics shows that almost everybody about 80 to 90% of those who have won the lottery become broke within 18 years, 18 months, two years at the maximum. In fact, they say that if the whole wealth, wealth was distributed equitably, equally, every human being will get $100,000. Every human being on this planet, even the child who is born today, we get $100,000. If every, the wealth, the money in the world was distributed to everyone equally. Unfortunately, within 18 months, the money will go to where it is now. Are you, are you with me? The money will go where it is now and poverty will go where it is now. How many are shocked by what I just said? But it's the truth. Truth. Because we don't have knowledge and wisdom in handling financial affairs. And Satan, incidentally, has a way of making us not think about money, not talk about money. So that told us that, listen, never ever talk about money in the church. It is an unspiritual exercise. Money is not supposed to be talked about. Incidentally, if money was in the church, the voice of God would be heard outside there. If money was in the church. But, but, but because money is not in the church, power is in the church, but it's locked inside the door. Amen. Power is in the church, but it's locked within the four walls of the church because money is not in the church. Hallelujah. They put the word of God in some the class channels that nobody watches. How come they can talk about gay rights on, on the, the terrestrial mainstream channels? They can talk about, uh, what do you call it, poker games. They can talk about gambling on Main Street, X Factor and everything is on Main Street. And then they put... Uh, the gospel channel in the back, back, back. Nobody watches those channels. Channels. It's money. It's money. If money was in the church, the gospel would go far. Hallelujah. Satan has made it so much that we criticize even people gospel who have money. We, not, not the world. We, the Christians, we criticize. We are going, we, we, we just become demons that shoot at people who have. Because don't have money. Don't talk about You're a Christian. A Christian 
is associated with poverty. As poor a church mouse. So be a church mouse. Stay quiet, humble. Don't let don't speak. Don't let anybody hear you. Don't have anything to talk about with money. Amen. So let's talk about money. Let's talk about money. Let's teach and learn how to use money rightly in the house of God so that we will get wisdom. And when we get wisdom, we will gain understanding money represents and what we have to do with money. Am I talking to somebody? Money will answer some things that prayer cannot answer. Money will answer uh, some prayer requests that we've been praying for and never had any uh, answer from God. Because the answer to that prayer topic is money. And the only way we are going to get money is wisdom. That's why in Proverbs, the Bible says, through wisdom, it And with understanding, is it filled with goodly things? Not by hard work. Hard work is reserved for the wicked. Because he says, that I have given to the sinner to gather wealth and give to the, those who are good in my sight. We just read that verse. So hard work is not a blessing. I'm talking to CICC today. I'm not talking about to visitors. So I can feel free. Can I feel free? They make us talk about, do you know that a lot of pastors are shy to talk about money? I don't like talking about money because I don't want to be regarded as a prosperity preacher. Yeah. But my, my training and my background is to talk about money because that's what I was trained to do. I'm trained in finances. That's my background. You know, so when I get the understanding of the word of God to add to my training in finances, in business, in commerce, I think I'm Authorized to talk about money. Are you with me? But I'm afraid to be labeled. I don't want to be accused. This man likes money too much. So I don't talk about money. But it's a bondage from the pit of hell. Amen. The people of God needs to be deliberated. Financial burden should not be one of your burdens you carry. Amen. Being in debt. So I gave a, a simple acronym so that we all remember. Thanksgiving. T-H-A-N-K-S-G-I-V-I-N-G. Thanksgiving is the acronym that you must always remember. When you are, you, your, your finances come, when you are paid, when you are in the shop, when you are anywhere you are, remember Thanksgiving. ST is transfer ownership of your finances to God. Transfer ownership, financial ownership to God. Why do you need to transfer financial ownership to God? Um, I remember when I, I had a, 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 a brother who was a year ahead of me. 
But I had a sister who was a few years ahead of me in school. We're in the same town. My money, when my father, my parents gave me money to go to school, I give about 60% of my money to my sister for keeping. Do you understand? Because with her, it is safe. When it's with me or my brother, if I, it's safer with me than him. How, how, many, how many have been there before? That you give your money to, for safekeeping. You give your money to the teacher for safekeeping. Are, are you with me? Because there are bullies who will come and take the money away from me. But if it is with my sister, they cannot take the money from her. In other words, Satan is a bully that can take your money from you. Or take your money from God. So when you transfer ownership to God, you have secured that which is yours. Malachi 3.8, will a man rob God? Yet have all, you, all these people. And then they said, wherein have we robbed you? And he said, in tithes and in offerings. You have robbed me, even this nation, of all my tithes and offering. But bring the tithes. I'm in verse 10 now. Bring the tithes and offerings and prove me in this herewith if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you, 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 you cannot even you cannot even retain Prove me if I will not open the windows of heaven and, and pour out a blessing that there will be no room to receive it. Next verse. And I will rebuke who? The devourer, the bully. There is a bully. I will rebuke the To rebuke means, uh, let me have two people quickly. So this is money. Yeah, <laughs> this is money. And then you are the devourer. You, you are stronger. Okay. You know, release it because Vara has taken it from her. Are you with me? Give it back to her. And then try and take it. I will rebuke <laughs> the Devara. That's what it, that, that verse means. I am going to slap his hand and he will feel the pain so much that the next time you are holding money, he will think twice before coming for it from you. That is what ownership to God means. When you give God 10%, sit down, 10%, I even felt the pain. <laughs> when you give 10% of your income to God, then 90% becomes whole. You understand? Because you have made the 90% God's. So God is now in the 90 and how the 90 is managed on your behalf. There are some devourers like unforeseen bills. You understand? Sudden death of a family member is a devourer. Did I tell you the story about the car I was going to buy? I had saved, you know, I'm not a car person. I've never seen. I don't. 
somebody asked me, why is it that you are not a car person? When I was growing up, there were so many cars in my house. My father had so many cars and it was my job to wash all of them every morning. I'm telling you, every morning, you had to wash more than 11 cars. And it was not funny. As I'm talking to you, I'm remembering, I'm cringing. Because I had to go to school. But I have to wake up at 5 a.m. And I don't like waking up early. But you have to wake up early to wash all these pile of metals that some still stood there the whole day, not going anywhere, and in the morning you still have to wash him. So I hated cars. My brother loved them because he could move them. I was just a washer who did not move them. I've never liked cars. A car is something that takes you from point A to point B, as far as I'm concerned, comfortably. That's all. Incidentally, do you know that you never admire the car you are driving? It's others outside who admire. Driving the same, it's a, it's a round thing that you hold, isn't it? And it's a dashboard, same, every car, same. It's people who say, oh, your car is nice. Say, Thank you. They are enjoying your car. You don't enjoy the car. But this particular car, it was an Audi A6. Very nice. And I used to work somewhere, you know, that is the, the um, next or two, two doors away, they sell car showroom. And I've gone to this particular place, driven around this Audi A6, and I loved it. And the man, we had negotiated everything. Now I was ready to buy the thing. And the guy told me that, you know what, if you come at the beginning of January, they would have brought in the new reg. Do you understand? And as soon as the new reg is released, the prices of the old reg drops down by a significant amount of money. So I'm saying to you, buy it. It was around about this time. Don't buy it. Wait till the beginning of the year. Oh, God. I have the money, but they say I should wait. Oh, it was in the, in the bank. Every lunchtime I go to the, the showroom, then I'll clean some dust. Then I'll sit in the car. Then I'll imagine, come January. You know, then I'll come. Wow, powerful car. I did all the research on that particular car. Their performance, everything. Very powerful. My father's birthday is 26th of December. His birthday, spoke to him. Daddy, how are you? He said, I'm strong as an ox. Very strong. My mother said, don't mind me. <laughs> the man is dying. Come January, we finish Christmas, New Year's, we've all gone to work. Gone first week. I think second week in January. You know, I used to, we used to drive, you know, my wife used to work on the way to my workplace. So I drive drop her at, at the workplace then I continue to work and I pick her on the way back and I'll go home so I dropped her we're chatting you know laughing in the car and everything dropped her and then to work 
As soon as I got to work, I went, you know how you do. You get to work, you switch your computer on, everything. You go and make tea. Make tea for some people who are waiting for you to come so that you make tea for everybody. You know, I'd make tea for everybody. And I, I was just about to sit down. My phone rang. My phone rang. I picked the phone. <laughs> Calm down. I can't hear what you're saying. You know when somebody's crying and screaming and everything? I couldn't hear it. I said, Calm down. I can't hear it. What? Daddy just died. What? That that oddy money did the funeral. The man who made me wash so many cars. The only one car that I liked. He came for it. From that day, I hated cars even the more. From that day, I've never had a friends on any car. When I go, when I, I'm looking for a car, I go and then close my eyes. I go, uh, uh, which one is the best uh, what, uh, deal? Okay, this one. Let's go. Then I leave. I don't want to be there more than five minutes. And I don't even want, I want this one in case somebody's coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. All I'm trying to say to you is that if you don't transfer ownership to God, some sudden foolish, I call some things some foolish tax. Tax on foolishness. We'll talk about it in a little while. But tax on foolishness. There's a tax on foolishness. And there's a fines. It's a tax, it's a stupid tax. I call them stupid tax. Speed camera. Tax on stupidity. You know, you have, you have a bill. You don't pay. Then the bailiffs come. They add 200. It's ta- tax on stupidity. How many, not you, but you know somebody who knows somebody who has paid a stupid tax before. Give me a wave. May you receive wisdom and never pay any stupid tax ever again. Second one. Let's move on. Humility. Humility. What does humility mean? To be, you never know who is humble unless you meet somebody who has a lot of money and yet humble. Amen. That is what humility is. To be wealthy and yet humble. Or to be wealthy and yet live within your means. I'm going to say something that may sound racist, but... Pardon me. Just, okay. Hello. Yeah. Can I? Yeah. So I put a caveat in. Yeah. Okay. Majority of black people were enslaved. Okay. Majority of black people were enslaved. And what it means by slavery is that you work for, for, for food. You understand? Slavery is what? You work for your survival. If you are a slave and you don't work, you die. Are you with me? So if you're a slave, all you have to do is work, get, uh, the, the master will give you food at the end of your shift and then you eat and then you go and sleep ready for the next day. You work, you, you, you are giving food to eat. The one who doesn't work, doesn't eat. How many remember? Slave boat. Okay. And then it got to a point 
uh, Wilberforce and all those others abolished slave trade. And now the slaves were free. That if you still want to work, we are going to pay you money. Amen. So we are going to, instead of giving you food, we are going to give you money. Money. What is money? What is money to a slave? They don't know what money is. With money, you can buy food. They go, ah. So you are going to give us food, but you're going to give us food in papers. So that we're going to use the papers to buy food. Isn't it? So the, the, the slave has now become free, now has papers that he uses to buy food and to buy clothes. So you realize that now when this slave, all he thinks about is food and clothes. And then he gets money, he thinks about food and clothes. He gets money, he thinks about food and clothes. And now he is old. He has, and he has another children, uh, children's grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And they, they've seen great-grandmother, money, food, and clothes. Grandmother, money, food, and clothes money food and clothes guess what when he also goes to work and he gets money he buys designer food and designer clothes to the paper then aho aho off to work i go to get more money to buy food and clothes so you realize that those of that persuasion of a lot more melanin have the culture of get spend try and look wealthy than you really are but those who have less melanin were not brought under that culture they were brought in a culture of owning managing hectares of land you have to buy you have to invest you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, put uh, infrastructure for the, for the uh, uh, workers to use, to, to, to have uh, capital, to have more. To, so they have money, investment, get more, leave your legacy. The legacy is also increased by the one who comes after them. They buy more lands, more uh, owners, owners of more, more lands, more everything. They think about investment. They think about that. Do you understand? The one with the melanin is still thinking about money, food, clothes, flashy cars, flashy jewelry. You see people who are wearing uh, uh, shoes that cost five and they don't have two pounds in their pockets. They don't even have a place to live, but they have a very posh car. How many know what I'm talking about? You look more, more, more wealthier than you are. Blinging. Bling, 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 bling. Blinging your way into poverty. How many know what I'm talking about? It's a culture. Culture is, is, is developed. Not only by, uh, what do you call it, uh, where you come from or your village, but a culture can be developed in terms of even the, 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 the uh, color that you have. Do you know that a lot of designers design for black people? Majority of their customers are black people. That's true. 
Most people will wear just a white shirt. They are okay. They don't care about the quality of the white shirt and jeans. It's not the jeans that, the label of the jeans that makes them. Label of the jeans. Are you with me? But, there are some people who I know of more melanin who will never wear anything without a label. And they've passed that slavery children to their children's children. As for me, I only wear Prada. As for me, I only wear Gucci. Have you heard it before? Me, I only designer. It's like, you're changing your, 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 your phone every year. Every year, I have to have a new phone. It's a slavery mentality. There's a EQ to be seen with a new iPhone 7. S plus plus plus. It's a slave mentality. Are you being? Incidentally, the old phone works well. Works fine. It's still intact. Why do you need to change? Why do you need? How come you are defined by the phone you use? Just. <laughs> if there's no need, you pull your phone out. Check my phone out. iPhone 7 plus 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 plus. And because they know that you are there, they are waiting for X plus two. Next year is coming, you'll get it. You are now a modern slave of the owner of iPhone X plus 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 plus. He's always making a new phone and you are working to buy. You are working to buy. You are giving him your paper to work. That's why I'm not a slave. You are a slave. Hallelujah. Always working in the shops. New gadget. The new, you know, new season's clothes. What happened to the old jacket that you were wearing last year? It was very nice. It's still nice to go and change and wear. No, 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 you don't understand. This is for, uh, 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 what do you call it, jacket or 2000, 2015 jacket. I need a 2016 jacket. I'm helping you clap your hands. If I'm not helping you, don't clap. Hallelujah. The, the clothes don't define you. You define the clothes. The shoe don't define you. You define the shoe. The car don't define you. You define the car. Do you understand? Let nobody assess your world by the car you drive. That's right. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? And the foolish thing is that we and we start competing. You go to a certain church. It's like you you say you have a, 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 a shoe. It's like I can't take this shoe to church. I've worn it so many that everybody knows it. As for my, my church, if you don't have a suit, you can't come to the church. So go and get yourself a suit. Who told you? No new dress. I'm not going to. I, I, I tell you, there was a, a couple that I had to intervene. And the fight, almost to divorce, the fight was that I had to buy a new dress every Saturday for church Sunday. 
Every Saturday, she has to go and buy a new dress, do a new hairstyle for church on Sunday. The, the, the girl's like, she doesn't pay anything in this house. Why should I pay anything? Why should I? You married me. You married me. Why should I pay anything? Oh, my, my hair, my, my dress, my for church. I said, foolish girl, shut up. You are about to become divorced because of dress and hair. I'm not saying come like Bob Mali. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but what you have is enough. I mean, what you have is good enough. Let it be neat. Let it be nice. It doesn't represent you. You represent you, not your clothes, not your hairstyle. Are you with me? It doesn't represent you. Your, all your investment is in shoes and bags. Do you know that when we see, we only see one shoe? No, you have 300 pairs of shoes in your... We don't know. We, I don't remember the, last, the shoe you wore last week. I tell you, we went to visit a sister. Her room. We count. How many pairs did we count? You remember? Blue, 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 Red, 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 Yellow, 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 yellow. Pink, 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 pink. Different shades. Different shades, but, but they are all lined up. Blue, yellow, red, green. And they are all lined out I mean, from the rack all the way. It comes down and then it comes. A blue shoe is a blue shoe and it will always remain a blue shoe. Did I tell you about Emelda Marcos? The first lady of the uh, Philippines, she had house full of shoes house full of shoes over 20,000 pairs of shoes how many pairs of feet do you have but <laughs> avoid debts indebtedness we read the scripture the borrower is always subject look for that verse for me the borrower is always subject to the lender you are always enslaved by the person you owe. Hello? I say you are always a slave to the person you owe. So if you have Barclay card, uh, what do you call it? Halifax card. Northwest card. Uh, what do you call them? Uh, 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 Capital One. Capital One. I, I kid you not, I had a colleague at work. He had a pile of credit cards like that and he used to a rubber band to tie them fat I mean credit cards one two three four five it's like this at the point he was taking a credit to pay the credits the interest on all the credits then you take a new credit to pay the interest of all the a new credit that's stupid tax do you understand Never buy a dress and pay interest on the dress. That is foolish tax. Because if the dress costs, uh, what do you call it? Pounds. And you are paying it, you know, over six months. And you are paying 15 pounds every month on the 100 pounds. By the time you have paid the 100 pound uh, dress, you'd have paid about 170 pounds for a dress that costs 100 pounds. Incidentally, do you really need that 100-pound dress? 
Avoid debts. Everybody say it. Avoid debts. it again. Avoid debts. Avoid it. Don't let debt be your friend. Hey! I'm talking to you. Avoid debt. That the next time you stand in the shop, you are by the teller and you are coming to pay with credit card. You will remember the scream. Hey! No, it's, 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 I don't want any money. Put your, your card in your pocket. And go. You have a message. Am I talking to somebody? You don't need it. You don't need it. Bad debts. Hallelujah. Avoid debts. Avoid. I told you about foolish, stupid debts. You know, pay your bills on time. Don't allow the bailiffs to put 120 pounds on top of the, the, the money you already owe. Call the people you owe and negotiate with them. That I will pay you. Give me time. I can pay you five pounds every week. I can pay you five pounds every month. Just allow me time to pay. Hello? And then if you say that I'll pay five pounds, don't pay one five pounds and stop. Pay it. Keep paying that five pounds. So, some people when they're negotiating, oh, I'll pay 20 pounds a month. You know you can't pay 20 pounds. Don't say things like that. Are you with me? If you can pay 10 pounds, say I'll give you five pounds. So that you're allowed to breathe whilst you're paying. Students, give me a wave. Students have students' loan. It's a debt that the government has already put on you. Don't compound the debt incurring more debts. Do you understand? If you are a student, avoid credit cards. You know, they, 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 when you are a student, they give you they, like confetti. They are always throwing it at you because they know you are foolish. They're giving you f- stupid debts to add to what you already have. So that you haven't even started working yet and you're already 30,000, 40,000 in debt. Look at how you have to come from 30, 40,000 to come to zero before you start making money. So you are going to serve the banks for the best part of your working life. Are, are you with me? And they make it very easy to borrow. Oh, borrow will spread the cost over the, the length of your, your school, uh, what do you call it, the school loan period, which is now it's about 18 years to pay the, uh, what do you call it? Don't start charging you till you start working. Isn't it? You don't pay anything till you start working. Oh, uh, uh, give me the money. When you get the money, you just blow it. You see them every uh, evening. We are team, team. We are, today we are dressing as a Julius Caesar. Then they all go and buy Julius Caesar. Five pounds. What do you call it? Uh, Julius Caesar. And then they put their thing. It's under three ninety nine. And then they are going to drink Julius Caesar. Then they come. So tomorrow we are Shakespeare. Then they come Shakespeare. Shakespeare. We speak, then the following day we are uh, soldiers. Then they all dress. And they are wearing soldiers. And they. 
are going to the pub. Today we are going to the pub as, as mechanics. Everybody has overalls. We are going as mechanics. What they don't know is that they are paying stupid tax. You are incurring stupid tax. Because that money, Julius Caesar, uh, <laughs> Juliet, mechanic, uh, what do you call it? Plumber, the policeman. Those monies. They come as John Travolta, then everybody comes. Fever night, fever night, fever. Oh, I was doing the wrong way, isn't it? Fever night, fever night, fever. Elvis Presley night. That money could have been the deposit for your own house. If you're a student and they are giving you a student loan, by the time you finish school, own a house. Buy your own house. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. Buy your own house. I bought my first house when I was a student. They're going to give me free money. It's not free. I am going to pay for it. And incidentally, as a, as a student, daddy are also chipping in, isn't it? So you have a pile. Do you understand? Don't say, I'm always broke. I'm always. Yes, you're overspending. That's why you're always broke. Be humble. Avoid the debts. Live within your means. Stop. Avoid the Julius Caesar day. <laughs> <laughs> They say it's Julius Caesar, they wear your shirt and your 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 your, your, your coming. So, so what character are you? Oh, I am I am the uh, Julius Caesar's uh, niece. That was not mentioned. That was not mentioned in the in the play. Uh, uh, are you sure? Yeah, that's how Julius Caesar dressed. Yeah, this is how I am. Next one, next one, next one. Let's go. Navigate away from financial debts. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hallelujah. Deliver us from evil. Navigate your way out of financial debts. Psalm 119 verse 36 and 37. Turn my heart towards my status and not towards selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. There are some worthless things that are worthless. But they are expensive. That expensive shoe is a worthless thing. So the, 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 the wise man says, oh Lord, turn my eyes from worthless things. Let's see it in the shop and want it. Am I talking to somebody? Titus 2.12 Instructed to turn away from godlessness. Godlessness. Teaching us to deny unworthy lusts. We should live soberly 
and righteously and godly. Amen. In this present age, amen, live soberly, avoid financial temptation. Uh, next door have bought a new house, a new car, so we also have to buy a new car. No. Ah, brother, there was a, a, a church that I used to go to. A church that I used to go to. It got to a point of competition. In a buying of cars. When this person buy a car, this person has to buy a car, and you have to try and buy a better car. Then some wives that were giving pressure to the husbands to, we have to change our car. We have to change our car. We are the only ones whose cars have not been changed. We are being left behind. Then go and take a, what do you call it? A small mortgage on the car that somebody can just hit. Be sober. Yeah. I remember recently, <laughs> recently before I changed my I had a problem with my car. When I start the car, it doesn't really start. You have to start about five, ten, ten times before it starts. So, and I was a pastor. We're going to do a, what do you call it? Um, uh, was it like an engagement like that? Baby dedication somewhere. I parked my car very far away. And then I walked. Because I don't want to be embarrassed by Oh, brother pastor. Okay, bye. That is before I start moving. Now the car moves anyway. So I'll pack it very far away and do my one day to start. There are some people that used to laugh at me. They are in this room. So I said to avow that my new car, I won't let them sit in it. Somebody said, if thieves were coming to us, police are coming to catch you. And this is the getaway car. We'll be in prison. So they, they used to call my car getaway, getaway car. matter. I am not defined by if that is what I have and I'm comfortable with it, allow me. It is only when it gets to, it becomes dangerous, it becomes more costly because to go to the mechanics then it's a foolish thing to keep something in the name of false humility and you get up, you get into more debt. It's not wisdom. That's also not wisdom. I won't give my mind with them. Then I'm going there every day. When mechanics becomes your friend, then you're in a bad business. Mechanics must never be your friend. Next. Be diligent to know the state of your flock. I ask you to get me a verse. Proverbs 22. Okay, get me this verse. Be diligent to know the state of thy flock. Proverbs 27, 23. Riches can disappear fast. And the king's crown doesn't stay in his family forever. So watch another translation. So watch your business interest closely. Know the state of your flock and heads. Proverbs 20, 27, 23. 
Yeah, we are going to be in Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, isn't it? Because we are talking about wisdom. 27, 23, quickly. Be diligent to know the state of your flock and attend to your heads. For riches does not, are not forever, nor does the crown endure to all generations. My version says that riches can disappear fast. And the king's crown doesn't stay with the family forever. Watch your business, your business interests closely. Know the state of your flocks and heads. Amen. Know the state. No, you must know your financial status. Don't go and apply for a credit. Then you get that they are bringing the dogs. They are bringing the, the what do you call it, the police. Everybody is coming to chase you because you have bad, what do you call it, credit, CCJs. If you have CCJs, hello. I say if you have CCJ, what do you do? Clear it. Go and find what you bought like 15 years ago. I bought this. And so they put a, a CCJ on my financial statement. Clear it. I, I'm not buying a house now. I'm not doing anything. No, 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 no. You don't know when you will need OPM. Somebody say OPM. OPM is other people's money. I'll teach you how to use OPM. But for now, I'm talking about debt avoid completely because we are at a certain level. They get, you get to a certain level in life, you need OPM. You need other people's money to make money for yourself. Are, are you with me? But we are not at that level yet, so avoid it. So if you clear it, the debts don't go away. The, 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 the uh, what do you call it? Bailey's may stop bothering you. It doesn't mean they've left you alone. They are just tired of chasing. They know that one day, one day something will chase, something will lock your leg as you go. You have moved about five different houses, so they can't find you. So you, they'll leave you, you go. But they know how to get you. They just put an X on your credit. So one day you want to go and buy a house, one day you want to they bring your credit. They say, uh, uh, you owe you collected a, what do you call it, one-to-one. Uh, now, they don't even do one-to-one -one again. Mercury one-to-one -one phone bill. You didn't pay. Now, you have to go and find where to pay one-to-one -one bill to. They don't even exist anymore. <laughs> you have to find them and pay them. Otherwise, that thing will never come out of your credit. Hello? I'm talking to somebody. So know your financial. You see, how many have seen Experian credit score before? It goes from red through the different shades, like a rainbow color, through the different shades to green. You fall on that radar. And you work your way towards green if you are in the region of red. Hello. Next one. Share with those who have. That means that employ God's help into your finances by investing in where God wants to invest. God wants to invest in poor people. God wants to give to people who don't. And the way to do it is to get you to give to those who don't have. 
Amen. Anything you want from God, sow it. How many want something? I had a, a man of God preach this preach this message. Anything you want, sow it. You want a watch, take the one watch you have and sow it to somebody. You want a lot of shoes. Don't take that old shoe that you don't wear. You know, the one that makes your leg bow-legged. No, no, I'm not talking about that one. You know, so some legs, some shoes that will make your leg bow because that side is gone, that side is gone, so you walk like that. No, no, that, that's not the one I'm talking about. <laughs> the one that has bullet holes underneath I'm talking about. Amen. Yeah. It's time to learn how to sew. You sew your car. Somebody say amen. amen. Oh, you didn't hear it. You have offered them. <laughs> what, what, what did you say? What, what, what? You heard the shoe, but you didn't hear the car. Did I tell you one day the Lord instructed me to give my car away? And the guy that the Lord led me to give the car to was not even a Christian. And the Lord said, Give that and my my wife had just given birth, baby, new baby, and was going into uh, winter. The baby was born around July. This is like around September, going into winter. The Lord says that give the car, and it was a very nice car. Give the car to this guy. I battle with the thing. It's like, do I tell this my wife <laughs> that <laughs> this is the instruction I've received? Or do I just go? So you know what? I called the guy. I said, come. He said, ah, oh, what, what? I said, come, come. Don't ask me questions. The guy came. I said, I went downstairs, took all the, from the car, you know, the, my tapes, my CDs, everything. And he got there with this. Is that what? I said, yeah. Take the keys. I said, the car papers are in the glove compartment. Go, 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 go. Let me see how I'm going to go. <laughs> Face. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the Lord says. <laughs> What Lord? <laughs> oh man! I tell you, but thank God for good women, good God-fearing women. That a marital div breakdown right there. I told her the Lord said I should give it to this guy, so I've given. He said, eh, "Okay." That was the end of the conversation. But a lot of tension in the house. <laughs> I didn't know where to go. No matter, you know, like a, a little boy who has done something naughty, and you are waiting to be punished. So you're sitting there quietly. Oh, Amen. Share with those. Share what you have with those who don't have. And what annoying the guy? You see the guy driving the car. <sighs> 
<laughs> Hallelujah. It is something. Amen. I said it is something. When you do, God, God has a way of blessing you. What's the next one? That's what we got to. Yeah? So, the next one. So, it's, the next one is G, isn't it? Hey, you are really on top of it. Give to God as your highest financial priority. Give to God first. There's a difference between tithe and first and best. Some people call tithe first and best. Some call it just tithe. There is a difference. First means that you take it out first before anything else. Are you, are you with me? Take it out first. In Psalm 67 verse 7, God gives us so people all over the earth will fear him. Deuteronomy 4, 14 verse 22 to 23, set aside tenth of all your fields, your fields produce each year. Do this so that you may learn to honor the Lord your God always. Amen. Deuteronomy 14, 22 to 23. Set your tithe out first. Amen. My time is long gone. Nobody gave me a sign that my time is gone. 12, 22. Is that a time? Wow. Eh, you're enjoying this. <laughs> eh? Deuteronomy, Psalm 67, verse 7. Deuteronomy 14, 22. Deuteronomy 14, 22. Set aside. You see, what this does, I'm closing. What this does is that it teaches you how to prioritize. Are you with me? And it makes you disciplined. Because when you have a first, it means you have a second. It means you have a third. It means you have a fourth. So when you learn to give God first, you learn how to prioritize what you have, how you have to disperse your income. Amen. So give God first. Deuteronomy 8.18 and it's, you shall remember the Lord. It is he that gives you the ability to create wealth. So you give him first. Then the second. Then the third. Then the fourth. Then the fifth. Together it's called budgeting. Those who budget always have more at the end of the financial period than those who don't budget. Avoid impulsiveness. Amen. Avoid buying on impulse. How many have gone, you are just, you didn't even have a plan of going to the shop before you realized you're coming back with boxes. You are going for bread, then you came back with shoes and bags. That's impulse buying. Buying on impulse. Ladies say amen. amen. Avoid impulse buying. Amen. Healing, Lord. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. Don't buy on impulse. On impulse. Plan. Plan. Learn how to go in and go out. Let's, let's try it. Go in and go out. Let's try it again. Go in and go out. Let's try it again. Go in and go out. So you go to Debenhams. Go in out. You go to, what, what shoe shop do you go? Huh? 
office, go in and go out. So before I go to office, I know I need a brown shoe. And I'm going for a brown shoe. Straight to where the brown shoes are, go in and go out. Don't go say, oh, I am in office, so I'm going to start from the front. Hey, they have a very nice purple shoe discount. It's on sale. Now you pick it, you put it under your armpit. Then you're going, then you see a blue one. Wow, this blue one is even 70% off. Then you pick that one. Then, by the time, then you say, let me get the trolley. By the time you are going, you have five boxes, seven boxes of shoes. The thing that you are going to buy for a shoe for how much? Eight, 20 pounds or 40 pounds. You come back with 150 pounds. You went in and you stayed in and you got into debt. Learn how to and go out. See, I know where I'm going. I do a beeline straight there and straight out. Some people don't go there at all. I'm not talking to you. I'm just standing here. I shouldn't stand here. Three days ago, I went shopping with somebody to buy shoes. This doesn't know where shoes are. We were in the top floor. We the shoes were in the bottom floor. Then, yeah, that's why I don't like coming here. That's why I don't like coming here. That's, Because they, they, don't, they, they avoid it at all. We're in the top floor looking for shoes. No, and the shoes were in the bottom. Everybody who likes shopping knows where the shoes are. We're in Dabinam's looking for shoes. They're on the ground floor on the right side. And we're upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> looking for because the person was following me and uh, the only place I know their shoes are men's sessions <laughs> they are following me they are so, yeah they are here they are ah they are all men's shoes they are starting scratching my head <laughs> that's why I don't like going out that's why I don't like coming here Let's go. We're descending the, the, the escalator like two idiots. <laughs> Coming down from the same place we had just left. If we had turned right, we would have seen that the shoes were there. But rather be an idiot in the shop than to be the owner of the shop. I know another person, when they, go, they, they go with the workers at the beginning and they close with them. I kid you not, my sister-in-law goes into the shop when they are opening the shop and she take lunch break with the people and then when they are closing, she closes. When she comes and she wants to go shopping, I'm advising you don't volunteer your services unless you are like that. <laughs> Buy the whole shop. Hallelujah. Give the first to God. Buy your needs instead of your wants. How many know what needs are? Needs are different from 
wants. Always identify is this that I'm buying? Is it a want? Is it a need? Is it a want? Is it a need? Is it a want? Is it a need? What is this? Is the shoe a need or a want? Is the bag a need or a want? You know, if, if it is winter jacket, it's not a, a want, it's a need. Are you with me? If it is uh, uh, um, you need a certain uniform for work and you don't have it, it's not a want, it's a need. You need to pay your rent. Because if you don't pay your rent, you sleep outside. So it's a need. I want a shoe. I want a bag. I want mobile phone. A ba- I want. I want are unlimited. Are, are you with me? I want, I want, I want, I want. Do not address wants. Address needs. Ask me. Do you really need to have the tariff that you are on? All you can eat text messages, send five texts in a month. All you can eat, uh, what do you call it? MMS. I don't even know what MMS is. All you can eat data. Uh, all you can eat phone call when you only have five friends. Gather all your friends and put them on the same network so you pay free. It's free, isn't it? Most network to network is free. Put them all on there. If you are all on three, it's free text, free calls when I call three. Do you get it? And cut your tariffs. You don't need it. 45, I mean, how do you spend 40 pounds a month on phones? It's a slave mentality. Listen, it's a slave mentality. Go and find out what tariff your boss is on. You realize your boss is on a very, very, the lowest tariff. Whereas you are on the highest tariff. The one who is rich is on the lowest tariff. It's a mentality. It's the poverty mentality wants us to be on the highest every time. Christ your feet. Otherwise, we'll be here till tomorrow. Hope you've been blessed by the word. You can visit our website on www.calvaryinternationalchristiancenter.org or our Facebook page, Calvary International Christian Center. Call us on 0044758111 5042. Be blessed.